So um, one of my close friends, actually I have two friends in the seminary who, um, but one was a close friend, really wanted to become a bishop. And I have to say, talented. But the problem is, once you decide to become a bishop, uh, you know, you have to kiss up a lot. You have to be really concerned about your reputation, how you appear, um, all this other stuff. So, uh, and it's not that they're talented, but you can't really give yourself away because you're so concerned about making the right connections and everything like that. And don't want to make the story too long, but then when I was in the seminary, I worked for this one priest in a parish just part-time, and he was a fantastic priest. And, um, you know, smart, really loved his people. And I think this is kind of funny. So he, um, once I was talking to this bishop, and this bishop said, oh, where, where are you doing your pastoral work at? And I mentioned where, and the priest, and he said, you're kidding. He said, no, he was in a class above me in Rome. He said, he was the hot ticket in Rome. Like, everybody thought he was going to go far. Um, and he never really amounted to much. Um, <laughs> I know, seriously. So anyhow, um, so when I saw the priest, uh, I told him the story, and he just laughed. And he says, yeah, that, that is true. He said, um, when I was in Rome, like, first of all, Rome works much different. You don't have to go to class. He says, I... I went to art museums and went out to coffee, and he says, your main job in Rome is not really to learn, it's to learn how to schmooze and meet people. And he says, I was great at it. And um, he said, I was really getting ahead, and um, he said, it all came to a crash when I was gonna be ordained a priest. Because he said, suddenly I had this crisis of faith that, wow, if, I get ordained and my goal is to become a bishop, I have to play that game the rest of my life. I have to be always concerned about how I appear, who I'm next to, da, 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 da. Um, and he said, it so disturbed me. I decided that moment when I got ordained a priest, that's all I want to be as a priest. And he said um, to me, he said, when you get ordained, you have to decide, are you going to be a bishop or a priest? And if you choose to be a priest, then Give your life to your people. Give everything to your parish. If you choose to become a bishop, you'll have to play the game your entire life. Um, and I hate to say it, like the guys that I knew in the seminary who wanted to be a bishop, um, they never really sacrificed their life to the parish. Uh, the parish always takes second string, that everything is about how to get promoted and what's, what's a safe political position. You, you get the point. And, you're thinking, well, what the heck does this have to do with the gospel? I don't know. Um, in this sense, I love the fact that Jesus says, oh, you want to remain safe? Then give your life away. Take up the cross. Die to yourself. The only way to remain safe is not to think, well, me first, and I'm going to get power or wealth or reputation or all that stuff in life. That does not keep you safe. That endangers you because then you'll live for yourself. The way of the cross is to pour out your life in self-sacrifice for others. I just, I love the irony that Christ says, oh no, the way to really remain safe is not to guard your own life and reputation, 
It's to die to it all. I love that. And now, I'm going to switch it here. So when he says, uh, take up the cross and follow me, he doesn't say, here's my suggestion. He says, you must do this. I command you. And Jesus actually gives a few commands. He commands to celebrate the Eucharist. He commands us to forgive. He commands us to show hospitality. He commands us to love. And he commands us the way of the cross. You know, um, what does it matter if you gain your, the whole world and lose your soul in the process? The only way to keep your soul safe is to die to it all. Now I'm going to switch it up because somebody said something to me before Mass, and um, it got me, they said, like, I got really excited what they said. Um, and that idea of dying to everything the world says is important, reputation, power, all that other stuff, do you know we're actually celebrating that right now? Because when God tells Moses to celebrate the Lamb of God, where he says, take a lamb, and it has to be a spotless lamb, a male, now this gets into Hebrew. When it says male, the word is zakar, um, which actually is the root word for the word memory. So zekaron in Hebrew means to make the present live. So the point being is that when, he said, when God says, kill the zekar, that's why, what does it mean, kill the zakar, if that's memory? At the Feast of the Lamb of God, you're to kill the zakar, this memory. And the memory that we're killing at the Lamb of God is the memory of slavery of Egypt, a history of shame, a history of guilt. Uh, kill the legacy that I need to get ahead above everybody else. I, kill the legacy of I need to be richer than other people, I need my reputation. So when it says kill the lamb, the lamb of God does give life, but it also gives a certain death. And it's death to needing to think about yourself, the hist whatever history of shame and guilt. And so like I love uh, the reading where God says, I am the God of death and giver of death and life. This sounds kind of strange, but at this Eucharist, I want a little death. <laughs> the death I want is to die to my selfishness, my fears, my anxieties, that whole list history. The same way, like the guys in the seminary, you know, if you want to become a great, great priest, die to your ambitions. Uh, like we want to die to all of that. And then when we do eat the Lamb of God, we are free to love and give our life away. So Christ says, you must take up your cross and follow me. Otherwise, we have no life. We're just playing this silly game. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comments section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.